Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to another episode of the Dumb Mars Podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. Jason got a mouthful of sandwich over there. You eating a big Deborah? Pause. <laughs> no. Oh, you can't pause. You eating a big Deborah? <laughs> Can you handle big Deborah? Got your your mouth full over there. Look at you. So, look, I was fixing the mirror. I was trying to fix the window and post, so I I forgot my sandwiches were sitting here. So, I had to kill them before the show. Before before the show? Pause. That's the wild way to show. I just around over over here looking at the butt on camera, and I'm like, no. Pause. Pause. With the whole loaf of bread, isn't it all? But I just call it pretty much. I mean, first off, nobody ever makes a sandwich with the. But it wasn't the butt; it was the ends. But I don't know what to call the ends. The crust, the ends, the end. I call it the ends. Whoa, no, like the crust heels, around the... We got ends, we got butts. What is <laughs> no. wow, you crust right sandwich? You know the crust around your sandwich? Yeah, a little bit drip off. You gotta lick, you gotta lick the crust, and you gotta re- refocus. Your sandwich. Refocus. Jason's giving you life lessons here today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Troubleshooting it from the top. When this happens, yeah. you do this. When this happens, you do that. I mean, I've eaten a sandwich before, but like not not the way you described that. <laughs> sandwich. You're just gonna let everything drip on you, huh? That's, I mean, you know, the, sometimes yes. I like the peanut butter. Yes. Drip on Yeah. Drip. What? Drip. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm here. I'm I, I can <laughs> drip, baby, drip. I'm not gonna pan on Miami, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm licking the edges. I'm <laughs> I, I mean forget the edges, you gotta go right to the center. This this ain't the Tootsie Roll commercial from the 70s. How many licks? Right in there. Yeah, we ain't never went astray on y'all. That's why you got that one line of gray going through the beard. That's where everything runs off. <laughs> All right, oh, ladies boy. and gentlemen, back at it again. Hard to kill edition this week. TNA is officially back. We'll get into that in a little bit here whenever we break down the full card for tonight's pay-per-view. A loaded Saturday, loaded Saturday uh, with pro wrestling. We got the TNA. We got New Japan Battle in the Valley, GCW, AEW with Collision, and Battle to Retain, or as they call it, Battle of the Belts. And nobody here is watching that. No, no, I will. I will be. Uh, I'll be on my TNA train watching TNA all night long, um, and that's the wrestling company, not the other TNA. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You mentioned the train, so I don't know. Well, I just wanted to keep up with the theme of the show because yeah, this dude, this dude throws on a big Debra shirt and a red P hat, and it's like game over. He's a different guy. Like come with this energy it, every week. I said to Jason, I'll say it to you when you do on your own time. <laughs> very true, very true, very true. But all right, enough with the shenanigans. How we living? How we feeling? Everybody have a good week. Not too bad. 
Not too bad. Getting there. Getting there. Getting Donald. There. Donald could be better, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Getting there. This, this dude, this dude's like a he's like a second grader, just just every every week every week walking up to the pencil sharpener just it's all up in it it is every week the kid with the snotty nose (laughs) the nose was just the nose was just leaking this whole week just man it was terrible have you been 100% yet in 2024 no no, 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 not at all. Not one. Start from the bottom. Here, here you go. Just go up from here. I'll tell you what, though. My man's not had enough all. antibiotics to, to survive The Last of Us. This guy. Steve, post your or pre-production, you were talking about a tree went down your backyard. Right now, Donald's on some stuff. He might be able to tear that tree down for you right now. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was watching uh, – Watched the um, end of uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters last night, season finale, and man, what a what a way to to end that season. Uh, hopefully, they come back with it because it was an absolutely amazing show. But uh, yeah, you got you got a little got a little Godzilla them gamma rays building up in you. <laughs> yeah, Jason is a lot. eyes closed. That is hilarious because he's frozen. <laughs> Or he just taking that nap after the meal. Yeah. <laughs> when he's done. <laughs> All right. Well, whenever he comes back on, I'll rebuild him. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> He'll probably cut out and then jump back on in yeah. a minute. Who knows? But screenshot that because that'll go up next to the sweat the the sweatshirt or the hoodie and the pants at the beach. Um mm-hmm. got classic Jay right there, uh sleeping. Um that big Deborah shirt is just tremendous. Like I saw it, I was like, I gotta get it for him. Just taking all the attention away. Yeah, it is. Just, just screenshot that and and send it over to Taquan on Twitter. So because he's not in the comments yet, and I need him to get here ASAP. Um, so yeah, busy week. Um, although it was a busy week as far as like not busier than usual wrestling wise, but um, I enjoy majority of the week. I had some stuff to to pick out and and gripe about. I'm not going to go on a Tony mm-hmm. Khan rant. Uh, we're not getting into that <laughs> unless somebody has that as their jabroni of the week later on. Um, but no, I, for the most part, I'll say I, I enjoyed this week. I was so focused on getting to today because of TNA coming back and the excitement for it and the build up. Is it like Christmas for you today? I man, that listen, they did a tremendous job this week with revealing the new belts for TNA mm. each day mm-hmm. and being in the new cycle each day leading up to the sh- to the show tonight like yeah. kudos to them for that different of a presentation to get people yeah. talking about you all week um I love the new belts the only one I don't really care for is the tag team belt I don't like the red strap um yeah. I would rather do without that yeah, I think the women's the knockouts is probably my favorite just because of the white strap. Um, and then I would go with the world heavyweight title after that. But the knockouts title and the world heavyweight title, they have a lot of similarities. So it's almost like they're putting it on equal playing field. Like, you mm-hmm. don't sometimes you don't see that in companies with the men's and women's division. The women's belt looks a little bit inferior and it doesn't 
look like it held, holds up to the same prestige and look as the men's. But this one, they, there are a lot of similarities in both belts between the, the men's and the knockouts. Um, it makes yeah. it feel like it's just as an important of a title. Pulling the WWE. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That's, that's one of the things I did like about WWE this year, that they kind of get similar. Yeah. 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 So um, before we dive in, um, kudos to everybody dealing with this crazy weather um, that, that's coming. and that has It's hit. doing something um, every part of this country, of the U.S. right now. Yeah. It's, it's Canada got over. hit. So yeah. wherever you're at, um, be safe. Uh, you know, don't don't venture out. Um, NFL's let you go to that Chiefs game. Ooh, man, NFL's catching a lot of flack for that. Um, yeah, mid negative thirty nine with the wind chill. Yeah. That is crazy to sit out in. there to watch yeah. a football game. Yeah. Um, and then did you say, you know, obviously, you know, Steelers, right? But did you see what the the Bills sent out, um, uh, like a press release to people? Yeah, twenty dollars yeah. to come shovel to show up to the stadium at ten p.m. tonight. They'll pay you twenty dollars an hour to shovel snow inside the stadium. Give you free food, free drinks, breaks, etc. Um, mm-hmm. All the way through. Anybody eighteen and over. If you're under eighteen, you can. Go you got working papers with, with working papers. So they, mm-hmm. I mean, Bill's Mafia out there. I'm sure somebody will oh, you know they shovel a big buildo in the middle of the fifty yard line, but um. <laughs> they're out there trying who knows cool. hey man I, it's look it's going to be unpredictable it's going to be crazy um will it be a, a fun spectacle to watch yeah would i want to play in that absolutely not like i yeah. i think the you know snow's not so bad um no cold is, that cold cold is the worst yeah. and rain is the worst and then whenever it's yeah. cold and rainy it's the absolute shit. Yeah, just, just cut that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Um, but no, everybody across the country, stay safe. Um, wherever you're at, you know, warm up and uh, tune into your boys here. Um, help you kill some time while, while you're hanging out in the house. Um, maybe sipping drinks. It's it's beer clock somewhere, as they say, right? Um, so with that being said, I guess Jason will do his Royal Rumble entrance whenever he comes back on. <laughs> Um, where do you guys want to go this week? You want to go positivity or you want to go negativity to start it off? Because there was a lot of both in the news cycle, depending on what you decided to pay attention to. Um, I stayed away from, I saw the negative stuff. We can dive into it if somebody has it. But other than that, I stayed away from it. Um, like I said, I'm trying to keep myself positive in 2024. (laughs) More of my stuff was in, was in ring stuff, both. Mount Rushmore and uh, Jabroni. All right. Well, yeah. we got it. We got a. We got a uh, thirty-three and a third chance of voting this right. So, th- thumbs up for Mount Rushmore. Thumbs down for Jabroni to start it off. We'll start count off it with down. Mount Rushmore. We go. Okay. Well, Chris, yeah. all right. Mount Rushmore. All right. Uh, all right, Chris. Well, since you picked Mount Rushmore, go ahead. You can get into it first. What you got on your mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore for this week in, in pro wrestling? I really enjoyed Dynamite this week. I enjoyed uh, AW Dynamite Homecoming. I thought, you know, a lot of the matches were good. Um, you know, Sammy Guevara, Ricky Starks. Didn't didn't necessarily love the, the ending to that, but enjoyed the match. Enjoyed uh, Cesaro and Hangman. Um, even the ending match, you know, of uh, with Sting and Darby Allen, you know, what it was. You know, I, I kind of enjoyed that. Just 
for being like the clusterfuck around Daly's place. But thought it was a good homecoming show. Enjoyed pretty much everything on there. So I'll give them a, I'll give them the nod this week. All right, dynamite as a whole. Um, as a whole, I, I I'm a, I'm gonna counteract you there. Whenever we get to my jabroni of the week, uh, my jabroni's from dynamite as well. But okay, all right, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. No, I mean, listen, there was it was it a, a terrible <laughs> show? No, um, the stuff that I had as far as my jabroni coming up later on. Um, again, it's not me. It's not gonna be me shitting on it. It's gonna be me throwing it out there and then posing what I would have done differently or how they could have done it differently um, to make it better, which is what I want to do with Jabroni this year. It's my personal mission. I know you guys said it's not going to last long, but so far we're two weeks in and two weeks we're staying on that path. Um, so, yeah. But what, out of out of everything from Wednesday night, what, what stood out to you the most or what did you enjoy the most from Wednesday night? Probably for the match, I enjoyed Cesaro and Hangman the most. Enjoyed that match. Okay. I mean, yeah, they they gave him nineteen minutes. Yeah, it was a good. It was, it was. I wasn't surprised, you know, with Hangman opening. Like, what we can flash back to what was it? A twenty twenty one double or nothing. Whenever Hangman kicked it off, and the, the ovation he got there was incredible. That was him and uh, him and Brian Cage, right? Yeah, that him and Cage. Yes. they put on yes. they put on a hell of a match that 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 show. Um, so that's what. He he opened up dynamite this week, and that's what that reminded me of. Crowd gave him a nice ovation. You know, somebody the crowd appreciates from their little uh, residency at Daly's place a couple years ago during COVID. So, for me, what stood out um, that I enjoyed the most was Samoa Joe's promo. It was a good promo. It just it just sets up for everything that I love about Joe. Mm-hmm. I have the the TNA vibes of Joe. Right, whenever he was just a killer in the ring, tapping people out nonstop. Um, you listen to him, you look at him, the presentation, the suit, the belt, the promo, the the presence, everything, and it's like, how did Vince drop the ball? How did Vince no, drop the ball? How did Vince look at him and go, Okay, you are now a commentator? I will never understand how Vince dropped the ball. Good job. Well, I mean, and I Joe even brought hurt. that up recently, and he said, "Yeah, it was because of injuries." But yeah, I mean, I know he was hurt, and that and it derailed him, and everything else. But still, like, you don't give you, you don't give up on that. Like, look and then released twice. Yeah, released twice. Like, I just uh, that's him and Swerve to me are the two fumbles yeah. that in recent memory that it's like okay how do you not yeah yeah how do i don't know how they dropped the ball that? with swerve at all how do you not see that it didn't it did i like that part of it too when swerve came out i was like there we go mm-hmm. was like get him into this the heavyweight contention you know so pause pause yeah. on pause on that because i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that up in my as part of my jabroni later on so we'll pause yeah. that conversation right there okay um, <laughs> Jay, for you dropping back on after you took your nap from eating your big devil. <coughs> I don't know what. The Wi-Fi just wasn't there, so. <laughs> that, that gust of wind came through Braddock and game over. 
Uh, you got you gotta you gotta twist the back of the cable a little tighter on the motor so it don't slip out as much. There he is. He finally <laughs> um so we just uh we're starting with Mount Rushmore's this week. Chris had AEW Dynamite as a whole, the homecoming show. He he liked everything about it um for his Mount Rushmore this week. Um and he said hangman and and Cesaro, hangman and Claudio. Um <laughs> stole the show as far as his favorite uh match slash segment of that show um i enjoyed joe's promo the most from that show on wednesday night and we were kind of bebopping around there but put a pin in it because i have part of that is my jabroni later on so um and, and, he- and now that he's back i want to give my one b for the week uh and i'm going to give the shout out for mount rushmore to jason get a little off off the path because we were talking about uh, a TV show, a sitcom that I was watching this week. And he looked at me and he goes, or he texted me and he goes, don't you hate that guy? And I was like, you know what? You get the friendship award this week for knowing the people that I hate. So I'm going to give a shout out to Chase. <laughs> Look, he's frozen again. He's frozen, again. Side eye. He's frozen again with a side eye. Look at this. This guy. <sighs> How not? Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> That's even better position there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. You're back, Jason. All right. Well, since Jay, you're being spotty over there, let's, let's go around the horn to you um, in regards to the throwing Ethernet cables <laughs> he, around. He's what are we doing right now? <laughs> Jay, you good? I don't think he can hear us. Yo, he don't even know he's still alive right now. This is great. Are you I'm really alive. Yeah. Connection strong. I don't know what the hell is going on. All right, well, let's get into your Mount Rushmore since you're over there, you know, playing Wi-Fi landmines. Um, <laughs> what do you got for your Mount Rushmore this week? Um, It was the first thing I seen, and it pretty much stayed throughout the whole week. Even with the – there were matches on every show I enjoyed. Vignettes <coughs> out what I enjoyed. But I have to go with Kofi and Kaiser. Kofi and Ludwig was the first thing that you saw? Well, the first thing that was the him and Mount Rushmore. Oh, okay. All right. Got you. Got you. Yeah, and that was early on on Monday. So yeah, got there uh, first and stayed the, throughout the week. It okay? stayed there. The, the match they gave and given the, the circumstance with him taking out Vinci, it just it just felt like it just felt real. They were in it hard hitting, and this was even before they even got to the outside with all the extracurricular. They sold the hell out of me on that, as if it was like a real rivalry right there. And I love the the attitude adjustment, uh, no pun intended, from Kaiser. Yes, right? like you've been you've been acting like you're above Vinci, you're below Gunther. And you're kind of just floating in between the two, like a game of pong. What's going to make you stand out for me to take you seriously, whether you end up challenging Gunther later on down the line or, you know, make Vinci fall in place as far as the pecking order goes in Imperium. And his whole shift in demeanor and attitude and just the pure viciousness he showed on Monday night, I thought was spot on and tremendous from him. Even the promos they were doing for him a few weeks ago, 
I, I enjoyed those just by himself. <laughs> it's not going. <laughs> uh, all right, Donald, what you got for uh, Mount Rushmore this week? Um, Corbin and Braun Breaker look good as a tag team during the Dusty Classics. I mean, just like Corbin said, there are two assholes that just want to bust down the door and break something, and together they look good doing it. Mimicking each other's moves, mimicking each other's entrances. I'm all for it. I can't stand both of them, but damn it together, I'm for it. You know, the, the Dusty is one thing the Dusty Classic has always been good for since it started is putting like two singles people together that you never thought you'd want to see together, and then whenever mm -hmm. they team up by the end normally they're the ones winning the cup and it's like oh totally makes sense love what you did there right like even going back to the first one with joe and finn it's like why are we having joe and finn team up together and then they run through and win the thing and it's like oh i definitely like seeing you two tag together like mm -hmm. i don't know if they run the if they run through it i think they should i don't see why you would I give it to anybody else at this point just looking at the brackets initially um but you always had that that little bit of tension on Tuesday. It's like, all right, is this going to implode because they're both assholes? Like, are they going to be able to make it through the match? Um, but no, they they look good together. Their motives are are fitting for their characters as far as what they're trying to do for this tournament. Yes. Yeah, it just looks good together for sure. I have them winning the way the way the uh, the bracket is all set up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, are they on the same side as Chicken Mello, or are they on opposite sides? Opposite sides. So there's your finals. <laughs> there's your finals, and I think that's when Mello's going to turn on Trick. If, if barring injury, because we don't know, you know, Mello and Theory last night, hopefully yeah. they're all good. They took a nasty spill. Um, I, I'm glad it wasn't worse, because it definitely could have been with the way been. that landing went. Um, so hopefully... Like, I know the update was they just suffered some facial contusions and some other stuff, but we'll see if anything else further comes out as the day goes on. Um, Theory's neck hit that hard. I know. Yeah. Like, that was, yeah. I saw the big to be pulling that move off. I saw the clip last night on Twitter, and I, I ran through SmackDown this morning, so I knew where the spot was, and I fast-forwarded it because I didn't want to yeah. see it. Like, I didn't want to watch it again. Um, but... Yeah, I, I'm gonna, we'll see. Damn, Taekwon, you can't do that. Jesus, man. Since um, you brought it up, that, that's a match I really enjoyed, and I want to see, again, him and Theory go. Theory? Yeah. Like you said, the, the future, he's a part of that. Yes, him, Waller, yeah. Theory, or him, Waller, and uh, Mello. Yeah. That could be, yeah, that, that can definitely be title feud in a few years. Yeah. You know, I love, like, the match, fine, great. The only thing that made me pause on Mellow last night was the backstage segment. Yeah. He sounded rushed. He sounded forced. He didn't sound like he was confident. Maybe nerves got the better of him in that spot because it didn't sound natural. It, it sounded like he was reading the cards for the promo yeah. that they gave instead of just having the discussion and the talk and being the, the cocky, confident him that he says he is. And it's like, all right, are you going to be able to overcome that? Because that was my only, besides yeah. the size and the height, that was the only thing. It's like, you on the stick. 
But him in NXT, it's a different breed. Like mm-hmm. you, you see him in the backstage segment with Trick on Tuesday night. Whenever he set up them getting into the Dusty, and then you look at the backstage segment last night, and they're two different guys. It's like, is that the same Mellow or is that a Mellow doppelganger? Because <laughs> he just sounded so different between the two shows, and it was only days apart. Yeah. So I'm hoping with more time on the main roster, and as he gets his foot in, that changes, and and he we start hearing the the confident, cocky him character that he has nailed down to a T in NXT. I just don't know why it didn't translate over to Friday night. Just because you're on SmackDown, it shouldn't. It should be business as usual. You shouldn't be changing anything. But who yeah. knows? I mean, the nerves can get to you, mm. and it happens. Not that it was bad. It just like I noticed it immediately, and I didn't want that to be the first impression from Melo. Like the in-ring yeah. work with KO was great. Theory up into that spot, good. Him and Waller, great. I just don't want the weak link in the chain to be you on the mic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because then you turn into Ricochet. <sighs> And that's not hate on Ricochet. Lights can hate. It is just truth. It is. It is. It is. It is. I mean, bell to bell, Ricochet is unbelievable. Like it, and this is where like the Lucha Underground aspect of me watching Ricochet since then through now. He was under the mask in Lucha Underground, and he had more personality and character and everything else. And you felt him come through the screen on that show so much more than whenever he has a mic in his hand. And he's got he's gotten better, but at the same time, I feel like that's one of the things that has held him back on the main roster. He gets by. That's it. Yeah, it's not a strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully that's not the case with Melo. Right, because you get up there, some things can happen. Your confidence can get shaky, and then next thing you know, you know, you're back doing main event matches. And we don't know how the difference really between. And we don't know like what he does in NXT. Like, do they just give him talking points down NXT? Or maybe it was a script on SmackDown. You know, so he might not yeah. have that confidence to remember everything. Hey, Taquan, I'm not gonna have the Joe Budden hate in the comments either. Okay. <laughs> but, let that slide, all right? Um, all right. So we got Baron and Braun. We got Dynamite, Kaiser, and Kofi on Monday. Um, Ron is Mount Rushmore out for the week. I'm going just Monday Night Raw as a whole, top to bottom, three hours. I thought it was the best show of the week. Um, the punk drew to start the show was fantastic. Ivar and Otis, that was like, oh, Chef. Ivar shining now. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I feel bad for I feel bad for Rowan because you know he come back and he's gonna be like, eh, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do with you, bro. Um, Main event Ivar and in uh, the other guy. Yeah, but him and him and Otis, Michael Gennetti. Yeah. <laughs> him and Otis was great. Uh you brought up Ludwig and Kofi already. R Truth 
with arguably one of God. the greatest vignettes of all time. <laughs> and that man is just phenomenal, right? <coughs> I don't know how much input he has on his stuff. I would think he would have a lot of input because mm. he's been doing it for so long and he's been so good mm. at it for so long. There was a, I think earlier in the week, they, they put out um, somebody on Twitter, I think it was, put out a clip of, it was like just like seven minutes of R-Truth breaking wrestlers in the ring. <laughs> and like, I mean, he got Brock to break. Yeah. Like, he's a comedic genius when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. I don't know how Justin they can hold it together. That. Do not know how Judgment Day can hold it together. After the vignette and they cut back to them, I don't know how they can hold it together. Uh, he was like, yeah, that was hilarious. Some would they say this is photoshopped. And it's <laughs> <laughs> they got pictures of them in everyday life out eating like together with food, and you see the uh, truth in the background. Just yeah. sticking like, his head. Judgment day. Uh, and then the baby, the baby judgment days with true standing behind. Like there was just, <laughs> there was not a single miss in that entire vignette. Like even that picture you sent over, I believe that. That video that you sent over, Steve, like them, but just like I'm the guy that does this. I'm the one that does this in the group. I'm the one that doesn't do shit. It's like that was even good this week. Like, yeah, just, shit. Judgment Day could even just be the the Mount Rushmore this week too. Yeah, yeah. 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 A good plan off on social social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the only thing that I the only thing that like to nitpick for Monday night, um, and I saw this, you know, a lot on social media, um. Just the the street fight between Cody and Nakamura didn't feel like I didn't I didn't feel the I didn't feel the energy and the vibes that it needed to be for a street fight between them two, given the story that they told up until now, right? That I don't know if they're setting it up for you know, I know they did a bull rope match on the, the holiday tour. Um, mm-hmm. you know. Or if we're gonna end up in a steel cage, whatever the case may be, um, but I felt like the intensity could have been kicked up a couple notches, a little bit more on the street fight um, between them two. But top to bottom, front to back, loved everything about Monday night. And I don't know when the last time was that I put an entire show from Raw on. Like I didn't fast forward through nothing. You know, I had the I had the the game on. You know the national championship on, so there was some back and forth, but it held my attention for majority of the night, which is crazy because the national championship was on. It's kind of crazy that you have two talents like Cody and Nakamura, and they just get put in a feud, you know, just because there's no event going going on, like just a weekly feud. It's like they both of them deserve better than that. And it's good that you know, but they made it work. Yeah, they made it work. But it's like you don't get that like big payoff out of it that that it should get. Dave has been on a high since Monday night. Okay, there's nothing you can say to pro that'll tear him down. Right now. <laughs> That's all Michigan fans. Yeah. I'm dealing with one in the family. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I will say the other thing that I that I, that I enjoyed Wednesday. We obviously we talked about Joe, but um. I really like the Final Testament vignette last night on SmackDown for Cross and AOP. I love the name for the group. Um, 
I just the the feel and the vibe I got from it. I've been a huge Cross fan. I've been touting him on this show multiple times over the years that we've done this show. I'm glad he's finally getting some direction, something to come from it. I love the way they look. <laughs> there he is, bro. <laughs> I thought still you still him. <laughs> hey, we got it. We got to, um, you know, we all went to to our high school mascot was the Wolverines, and a lot of us um, grew up Wolverine fans just because of that. And you know, helmets were the same, just different colors. Donald shaking his head over there. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they I was like, don't speak for me. Now, all that happiness will change once Harbaugh leaves for the NFL here next week. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but since we're on this happiness and joy train, let's back off of it a little bit and come up with some jabronis this week. <coughs> um, We'll go around the horn same way we did as before since we started it with Chris. We'll we'll get into your jabroni first off and, and go from there. Unless something comes up that needs us to deviate. Okay. Uh, my jabroni this week was also from Dynamite. I do not want to see the Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby for Sting's last match. Like All We right. can't come up with something better than this. Pause. That's not Sting's last match. <laughs> let's, all right, all right. Let's get into it because I I put the poll question out there. Do you want to see Sting's last match as a tag match? Yes or no? Or I put yes and hell no with the options. Okay. Um, if this turns out to be a match, you know, on Dynamite leading up to it or whatever, cool. But I don't want it to be his. I don't want it to be the pay per view match. I mean, word going around the streets, depending on what rumors and innuendo you read, is that Sting requested the match. He loved. What they did previously, the Bucks was wanted to take time off, but whenever he came to them with wanting to do the tag match for his last match, they jumped back on board and and showed up. So, I can can you imagine how much you're going to hate the Young Bucks after this? This is going to be on TV every week, and, like, and we, got a new we retired book. Sting. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's not his last match. I don't believe it. No. <laughs> I, I really do think he's going to be done come revolution. I, I I don't see him. I don't see them doing all this and then him wrestling again. You know, um, I believe they're going to have JR and Shivani on the call for his last match. Um, in North Carolina. In North Carolina. Like, it, it, it all lines up for that, like, Jerome Bettis, John Elway send off where you go out on top and you just ride off into the sunset. Um, I just don't. I thought about it because initially I was like you, Chris. I was like, no, I don't. I don't want Sting in a tag match to end his career. Yeah. But then I thought about it some more over the week, and I'm like, okay, well, if it's gonna be a singles wrestler, who's gonna be the guy? one-on-one for Sting when Sting hasn't wrestled a one-on-one match in AEW. Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> Who's the guy that they brought back? <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah. No, but realistically, like, who are you going to have him feud with over the next 60 days, less than that, to 
get it to where I want it to be Sting's last singles match. There's really nobody in AEW right now that you could put in that position from a one-on-one standpoint. <laughs> Edge ain't I mean, down there for a need, reason. You don't necessarily need it to be like heel baby face. I, I think you could have had him and Darby. You know, that's the passing of the torch from Sting to Darby Allen. Well, and that's what a lot of people were saying is why don't you just let him and Darby go at it and have him put Darby over? <laughs> no. Darby's a wrecking ball. He's no. To me, no, I don't think that I don't oh, think that match I don't think that match works based on their styles. Like together they work because one's opposite the other and you know mm-hmm. will do his Daredevil shit at 64. Well, Sting, Sting, yeah, I was gonna say Sting does some of the crazy shit just like Darby does. So. But like from a one-on-one standpoint, I just don't, I don't see. Damn, Taco. There's, there's, there's no story, but I'd love to see him and Dustin go. That's an all time I mean, story. There's, that, there's there, an old is. W. I was gonna say there's an old WCW feud there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. natural versus uh, the icon. But you got the tie-ins with Dusty. You got Flair there. Like, yeah. But if you put him and Dustin in there, I, you know, are you going to give them, you know, 10 minutes, 12 minutes? Like, he's 50. Dustin's, what, 50, 52 years old? Sting's 64. Like, they're not going to go out there for 20 minutes. No. I, I mean, Dustin's they could. They could. You know, play around outside on the outside the road for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, making it making it the tag match makes it a long term match, you know, and it lets you have Sting just come in, do probably the greatest hits, and you know, be on his way. My only problems with it is that you don't look at Sting as being a tag team wrestler. So no. why would his last match be yeah. a tag team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like you said, with the young bucks, too. It's, it was like, what yeah. history do they have with the young bucks? Yeah. Well, none except you know, according to Meltzer, no tag team has made people look better over the last twenty years. But the young bucks, like, I mean, they're just they're where so, all those tag teams at. They're the most giving tag team of all time, according to Meltzer. Meltzer's. A I mean, like Flair, Flair had his last last match as a tag team. And but he's seventy so old. And that was for him to like be able to go. I think Sting's at least in a little better shape that he could, you know, he's been going lately enough to where that he could have a one-on-one to end his run. Like if there was, see, I know you brought up Dustin, but this is where like Cody not being there kind of sucks in my eyes. Because it's like Sting and Cody would be what I would go to immediately. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um. Or even like, do I, do I even want to look? <laughs> Mortal Kombat if reference. You had, if you had MJF as the as the heel, MJF, like even Sting, MJF, I would, I would rock with. From a mm. single standpoint, I still think that he'll do this tag match, and then later on, about a month later, you know, there's an event called WrestleMania 40, Night One, opening match, him and Taker. <laughs> Finally get it after all these years. Um, yep. Yeah. WrestleMania 40 yeah. is gonna be big. Okay. Are they, are, they re- are they wrestling that match in a foam pit? Because <laughs> I don't I don't remember who I saw someone say they've been talking to Taker and he had a couple surgeries and he's looking good. 
Yeah. So, All right. No. Yeah. Well, don't be surprised if he doesn't pop up at some point. He looked like he was struggling to stand up at the Big 12 championship game and, and hand that belt over to Texas after they won. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk like a, you know, yeah. stiff as a board. At the yeah. Pod. Uh, Dude, he, now. Yeah. And don't forget, and like Donald always says, don't forget brother, brother, brother. You know he's making an appearance at WrestleMania for 40. Baptized Harry. This ain't, ain't it his month? It is. It's 40 years it, of Hulk ain't it? It's yeah. his month. That something gotta be starting sometime. I don't need religious Hogan on my screen. Hulkamania is going to wash away them sins. Yeah, yeah. Hey, talking Mr. about <laughs> talking about eat your communion chips and say your psalms. <laughs> Philip, you know, me and the heartbreak kid finally buried the hatchet. Both of us is out here, <laughs> and that's when Taker comes out <laughs> <laughs> and Sting. Another tag and, match. <laughs> and Hunter and the Venera. <laughs> somebody speaking of end of an era, somebody had the uh the Taker, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H walking up the ramp carrying each other out of the WrestleMania, and they and it was Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, like oh the internet is undefeated. Um all right, so Sting last match tag match. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping it really is like the send off of send offs. Like I said, I don't want him to have another match. Nobody thought Sting was going to be in AEW to begin with. So the fact that we've gotten him for two years, um, not this long, too. You know, like yeah, two three years, and the moments he's given us in AEW, like. He's had some holy shit moments, you know. He's done a lot more than I expected after that injury. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look back, think about it. They had that. The first match was the the freaking video match against yeah. Team Taz. Like it's like, all right, smoke and mirrors with Sting. We're gonna cut. We're gonna make some edits. We're gonna do stuff. Cool. He was like, Nah, fuck that. I'm. We're going out there. Like. <laughs> oh yeah uh we'll see all right so we got sting tag match on the on the jabroni list this week jay what do you got i'm gonna put i, I gotta go to AEW. we'll put tk's booking not booking but because that might be somebody i might be come up again but producing it's like you have one is preston hill or face that surprised me when he came out as a face this week. Okay. You have him as a face. You have them go over on uh, Swerve's guys. And then the next segment is them coming out with Swerve to uh, challenge Joe. Like there you just – it just made Swerve look weak to me, just bringing them guys behind him. Uh, then you had there – was, there was a couple other ones, but that was that was my biggest one there. So, all right. Since you brought, <laughs> since we're on the show, not having Dark Order on the mat on the show, well, they, were, the show but they, they, they were on rampage. rampage. They, they were, were on rampage. rampage. Yeah, they were on rampage. <laughs> Nobody cares about rampage. <laughs> so, all right. Sure. First thing, because it this this will tie into 
my jabronis of the week. And like I said, my jabronis are not to shit on it. It's to throw stuff out there to see how we can make it better by booking it differently or doing it, putting in different places, etc. Right? Oh, but yeah, um, you said jabronis, plural. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> one, more, one more before you go. It was uh, it was Dory, it was Big Bill and and uh, Ricky. Jericho. Jericho's music hits. Jericho. They're not even reacting to the music, and then they're looking at the ramp. Like they're looking at the where Sue Sue's van comes from. Yeah, the it, was bad, it was a it was a bad production shot there during <laughs> that because it was like, oh, you're going to be caught off guard by this five foot entrance ramp that's at Daly's place, not knowing which side he's coming out. You're <coughs> the opposite way. They could have shot that way better. But why did Jericho get the new Jack entrance? Yeah, the music's still playing everything. They gave him they the didn't new want Jack the entrance. Chanting. That was it. <laughs> I, just, just were saying, you know, the fans were chanting stuff like NDA, whatever. Like, it sounded like they were cheering okay. for him. You know, I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't get it. It sounded like cheering. Yeah. yeah. It sounded like cheering. So maybe that was them just trying to, just in case, you know. Mm. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never right. thought of that. The new Jack entry yeah. out there not going to work on Big Bill. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, no, we're not having one eight seven play in the background. <laughs> Judas <laughs> is a good song, but it's not new Jack. Man, this ain't ninety six ECW. It's not, it's not natural born killers out there to where <laughs> I'm losing my mind for eight minutes as the song replays three times. And you're not, <laughs> it's just open ass with every weapon under the sun. I used to love the New Jack matches just because you'd be sitting there like watching them, like man, they're doing some crazy shit. Then you'd be like ten minutes later, like is that music still playing? Still playing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Yo, if, you, if if man, if you were not outside during that era of wrestling, a New Jack match was just the shopping cart with the trash can full of shit. Him chucking mm-hmm. it in the ring and then just going to work. Ending up stage diving off of some balcony like <laughs> and picking up the win yeah with a match he wasn't even win. in with a match he wasn't even in but he picked up the win yeah, how, yeah, how, many, like yeah how many new jack wins was he an actual <laughs> <laughs> um, so to to further your point deep dive a little bit on this because jay a lot of stuff that you brought up is stuff that i had but First, with the with the Preston Vance and Anna Jay coming out as baby faces in the in the eight man tag matches, um, those matches were to honor Brody Lee, based off of mm. you know him and everything else. But none of that was conveyed. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna honor Brody Lee with a homecoming show, you're back in Daly's place. You know, it was the anniversary. I believe this week of when the exalted one, when he appeared as the exalted one in Daly's place, he had his best run there, you know, like fine, bill it that way. So that whenever I see them come out, I don't go, why are you with the good guys? Yeah. Right. Like, so just, just make it known. If you make it known that on the card when you announced the show that these two matches are the honor brother elite, and maybe they were maybe they did show that in the graphic, but the graphic was so small I couldn't see it. Mm. But don't just leave me out there hanging like this makes no sense. Why are you teaming with so and so? 
and everything else, and I have to get filled in on commentary that these matches are to honor Brody Lee. It's like, okay, well, Brody Lee was not in eight-man tag matches, but I digress from that standpoint, right? Yeah. And he was a heel. Cool. Yeah, and he was a heel, right? (laughs) Um, And if you're going to do something, like what Jason said, do something with the Dark Order. Like, not like a couple different matches, just throwing their storylines out the window. And they had negative one on the show on Rampage last night, so they yeah. tied it all together. Yeah. But it's like it was on Rampage. Like, why are yeah. you not doing that on Dynamite if you yeah. if you're really gonna do the Honor Brody Lee show? But it was not really an Honor Brody Lee show. It was a Homecoming show. It just that that part of it just didn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, layout. You brought up Swerve coming out with. The rest of the mogul embassy after yeah. they just lost, and then it just—if you just put that anywhere else on the card, it'd been fine for me. Yeah. So here's where we, here's where I want to go, like placement-wise, right? If instead of Claudio and Hangman opening up, if you just take Joe and have him open up with the promo, Swerve come out with the mogul embassy challenge. Hangman come out, challenge, and then Joe walks off, and Claudio comes out, and they start the match. It flows much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just placement. That's all it needed. That's it. Just it flows much better, right? And then, as Joe's walking out, before you go to commercial break, you can flash the hook sign and have Hook standing at the top of the ramp. I hate how you. You wasted the hook sign and the hook face off after Hangman leaves, after Swerve leaves, and then you announce the match for Hook and Joe next week. It's like, why are you putting Hook there in that spot with all those other moving pieces to book a match next week just because Seth and Jinder are on Monday? You want to throw that match on there to prove, oh, I can just throw a match together and it will be better than yours. With anybody. Sorry, with anybody. Or if you want to get, here's me going extra booking. If you really want to do the hook signal, right? Do Joe open, promo, swerve, come out, confrontation. He leaves. Hangman comes out, confrontation. Joe walks out. Claudio, Hangman have their match, right? We go to commercial break. Match finishes. They shoot to Joe walking out of Daly's place. And because Daly's place is right next to the Jags football stadium, why don't you have the hook sign on the Jaguar stadium then? I thought you were about to say flash that shit in the sky. I was about to- <laughs> <laughs> but have it, have it, have it with the back of the stadium and Joe in the parking lot and look up like, what the hell is that? And then have Hook standing there waiting for him in the parking lot. Like during Joe's promo like he was talking about like hey there's gonna be like a championship committee which we all know who that is and you know you know you want to defend you want a title match you know come in you know if your record checks out you know you get a match i mean i think that's probably why hook's up there because hook's probably got what they say he's 24 and 1 26 Mm -hmm. and 1 26 and 1 okay Mm -hmm. so if he's getting the first one that's probably why just because of his record it's definitely got to be better than Swerve and, and Hangman's mm-hmm. right now. So, 
I don't want this to lead into a swerve hangman Joe triple threat at revolution, but I feel like that's no. where it's gonna go. No, no, no. I feel no. like that's where it's gonna go. Swerve deserves better. Deserves not saying better. that not saying that swerve will win at revolution. I'm saying that that's where it will go, and maybe you get swerve and Joe at double or nothing, or whatever the case may be down the road. But I I got just just when I saw that Wednesday night, I'm like, okay, we're getting a triple threat and don't really need it. But And I know it, it would be a good match, but I don't need to see no. Hangman and Swerve again either at Revolution. To be a number one contender or whatever. Because you know? even when Swerve was leaving the ring, he was yelling at Hangman 2-0 and against you. 2-0 and against you. Yeah. And why did Swerve leave him? And then the, yeah, exactly speaking of, speaking of staying your ground, the other thing because of where you placed it, you had Hangman wrestle that big ass match with Claudio. He comes out after wrestling, <laughs> but there's no tie into the end of the show from last week where Hangman yeah. came out wanting to whoop everybody's ass. Mm -hmm. You get you have Swerve and Joe in the ring, and you don't throw one punch, yeah. He wants to whoop everybody's ass. Why isn't he whooping the people's ass that are the reason why he took time off? And that's the other point. You had the United Kingdom out there for their promo. Cringe. So, like, look, undisputed kingdom or undisputed. <laughs> I'm you got to set it that cheer one time. I'm not trying to see him crawl out the ring for entrance and then afterwards. Yes. That's another issue. <laughs> You need like dark order there. Lights come on. They're already in the ring. Yeah, or stand at the top of the ramp when they come out, and then you cut your promo afterwards. Yeah. Just and little. Got, and, and there's there's too many <laughs> turning the lights off, turning them back on in AEW. We don't need that. <laughs> but they need something. Any, any like a lot of the time. Do it on the ramp. Don't do it in the ring. Yeah. Exactly. That's wasting time. But yeah, there there was just a, a lot of. That's why, like, Chris, like, when you said Dynamite as a whole, like, there were too many plot holes, story not lining up, details not being connected from week to week, placement of stuff that just makes me go, they don't have a plan. I said it last week. One has a plan, one doesn't. So how do you get a plan? Well, just maneuver your chess pieces differently. Set your board up differently. If they set their board up differently, the show flows better, and it's a much more cohesive show and makes mm -hmm. it come off 10 yeah. times better than what it was. It wasn't a bad show Wednesday night. I was entertained Wednesday night, but it was just like, yo, you move a couple pieces here differently and we got a bang, bang show. Bang, the bang, plan, bang. The, the plan is there is no plan. That's it. That's it. You know, he's doing, he's doing this just, you know, kind of like New Japan style mm. booking now, just matches on everything. It's like, I don't think he's like think this is why there needs to be other people, you know. You like he, can be, he can be the booker, but yeah, somebody else yeah. needs to be, you know. He's not a booker like doing this. He's yeah. a ma he's a matchmaker. Match yeah. He needs a booker. <coughs> it's like he just they it's what they need. They need somebody like to say, okay, if he's making the matches, someone needs to lay everything out so it makes better sense. But he's not gonna do that. This this is the way it's going and you're gonna go blue in the face talking about it all the time, unfortunately. Yeah, like I said, I'm not I'm not here to just drive him into the ground, but throw something else out there. Like I said, if you just if you just adjust that, like it makes it it makes more sense. And people don't like Jay said, you don't have Swerve coming out there looking like a bum because his 
his the rest of his entourage and the rest of his boys lost a match two minutes ago. And then Hangman comes out and it's like, all right, last week didn't happen. I don't want to fight nobody. I'm just going to get in your face and call my shot for a title. It's like, well, well like there's plenty of people that are in AEW, like that are, are in producer roles that are, are wrestlers. Like I just saw this week, they hired Scotty Duhati. Like he's going to be a, a producer in the back now. It's like mm-hmm. these, these guys need to be doing something like to making the show better. They need to be going to, going to him and say, we need to lay this out better. These batches need to be laid out, whatever. And we don't know that they're not doing that. And maybe Tony's just not listening. listening. Like, that's definitely they could be doing that. Like, they, I mean, so yeah, I, I don't know, just tweaks and turns. Like, and then, like, even with SmackDown last night, like, <laughs> to me, SmackDown was a filler show. There was some stuff that advanced storyline wise, but match wise, like I think the first forty minutes you had what one match, and then Bianca and Bailey started. Like majority of your whole first hour was filler. Damn, all I remember is three matches. <laughs> that was yesterday. Shit. Yeah, like you had you yeah. had you had Theory and Mello, which was in the second hour. Yeah, you had Bianca and Bailey start at the end of the first hour, going to the beginning of the second hour. You had the main yeah. event. The main event. That's all I remember. <laughs> and you had the LWO and oh, um, oh yeah, I forgot about the Legato to, to start the show. But that was like a six six seven minute match, and then it was back to story. Like so. I like how her scar tattoos just magically disappeared. <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> magic of TV. <laughs> it just magically disappeared. But oh well. Who's keeping track? If why not? So let me throw this out there for you for SmackDown last night as far as throwing different options to see if it would make it better or worse. You had Heyman interviewing everybody and their mother to get him them to tag with the bloodline last night for the triple threat. They chose to run the angle of Orton getting taken out and then comes back in and they do the beat down afterwards and ends it, right? Just set up the the numbers game. How's Roman going to overcome this at the Rumble, etc. What if you would have had Santos step in and tag? You have a legato bloodline, scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Interesting. You have legato mm. being there as a new heel faction, and they have their business going on with the LWO and Carlito, etc. Right? But to me, Santos is a star. Like, absolute star. Mm-hmm. So why not just have him step in to get a little bit of that rub? Just just to put him up there amongst mm-hmm. the rest. Yeah. He could have ate the pin. It's not going to hurt him. And you still could have did the beat down afterwards. But then you get the true 
you know, six man tag, three on three. And it just gives a little 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 bit of a of an added layer. And it helps elevate Legato up. Say, oh, mm-hmm. pay attention. Somebody to be worried about. Yeah. And then the people in the back can see that, hey, can he go with Orton? Can he go with AJ? Yeah, what's he look like in there with LA Knight? What what type of reaction mm-hmm. does he get? Yeah. Because he can be elevated up to that level. I think he has the charisma. He can talk. Presentation's great. Like, I see him. He He's clearly above the other two in the group. Yeah. Like, Humberto and Garza are at a certain level. And you just look at Santos when he's standing next to those three, and you go, okay, that's the guy. Uh, no doubt. So why not just for just for one night, just give him a little bit of a rub? It don't got to be a whole lot moving forward. But just something to have in the back pocket as an Easter egg to later on down the road, heaven forbid something happens, and then, you know, Santos cashes in on Heyman. Hey, remember that time I helped you out? I need you to go to the head of the table, and I need you to give me solo. Give me solo. I got to deal with this Carlito problem. You're weaving stuff together. Are, Are those the only hills they have? You got Santos, Ethereum, Ethereum Waller, and you got AOP. Final Testament. So you got Final Final Testament. Testament. Cross AOP. You got Legato. You got the Bloodline. Ethereum Waller. And Logan. Is there there any other like solo heel? For Mel. Yeah. Wait, you say it's Solo Hill? Yeah. I mean, we just just named the whole faction. So I was like, is there anybody else other than those three factions? I don't. I can't think of anybody. I don't think so. (laughs) 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 Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, just, just, it I is just that weekend, it, right? It is. <laughs> that, that that MLK trip will yeah. be up there on uh, to start Monday Night Raw like it is every year. Um, yeah. But just something I just thought of while hey, Kofi's out. <laughs> just something, you know. Um, but yeah, and then the other thing from last night, Logan Paul just not hit on the mic. No. For somebody that talks and does a podcast and everything else and, you know, promotes boxing matches with words and everything, like last night, it's like, dude, you're just, you're trying way too hard. Yeah. And Jason, there goes your heel solo person right there. None (laughs) of it, none of it is working. And it's, it's not like it's so bad that I hate you more. It's just so bad that I just want you off my screen. Yes. Just wrestle. That's it. Just don't give him the the cheesy, I'm going to sue you and we're going to deal with lawyers and that cast, I mean, a weapon. And it's like, yo. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, trash. Like, rewrite that. Tear that up. That that needed to be rewritten like five minutes before the segment went. I don't don't think Triple H okayed that. That that shit was garbage. (laughs) 
Yep. All about equal opportunity here. Uh, <laughs> Put on the gloves and jab. That's, that's what I told him to do. I shut up and dribble. Put on the boxing gloves and jab. That's all you need to do. Um, so, yeah. But just a couple different things from last night that I thought could have made the show a little bit better if you're going to give me all filler on Friday Night SmackDown. So, we'll see Roman's response next week whenever he comes. Um, supposed to be on the show next week. And then we'll turn around and get ready for the Rumble. Um which is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. So, all right. Anything else from Mount Rushmore or Jabroni this week that we need to touch on before we get into the game? Yeah, my Jabroni. Oh, my bad, Donald. I thought we already covered that. My bad. No, no, that's fine. Um, we're back to NXT, and they are doing their normal. Another battle royal for women's content, uh, number one contendership for the title. I mean. What they do. Um, I mean, how many times are we going to do that? So well, I did a little. So so I did a little research. Hold on, pause before you get into your research. The only the only other side of the coin that I'm going to say to this is, it's Rumble season. NXT doesn't have a Royal Rumble, so they're giving them a Rumble because the only tie-in that I saw. We're just making a show then. Just <laughs> if you're on that weekend, give them a Rumble too. <laughs> I, I think you I'm put more thought into it than I'm, I'm just throwing I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just throwing stuff out there hey you know like I'm not going to completely crap all over this rumble multi-person match to establish the number one contender yeah. just given the timing of the year it is I mean, it's, it's their plan like AEW with a street fight you know there's a couple two years it's just like you want a match you got a street fight but yeah, but uh, I did some research, and last year there was actually three battle royals for number one contendership. On so NXT. just to tell you, on NXT, here four ways. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count the four ways. I just count the battle royals. Because I've seen battle that. Too. That's all there been. Yeah, there was four battle royals, or three. Yeah, yeah, three, uh, three battle royals, and one tournament for the belt. That's what the one that Tiffany won. So, so I mean, so that's telling me right there that you don't know how to develop women to for a story for the title. That is what it's telling me. I mean, they have a problem with that. So they're starting now. So I think we're going to want a quarter this year. (laughs) Well, I mean, mean, you you have a story though. You have the Tatum Paxley and and Lyra. Like you have you have a story. Why? Are you gonna have Tatum win this, and then it's gonna be okay? That's like I just don't. You you have that. Um, what Lash Legend was getting a lot of pop for slamming Otis. She ain't been have something. How many battle brawls we didn't have? How many battle brawls we didn't have? I mean, you can have that. Hold on, battle lot brawl. This almost this almost made. This almost made my jabroni list. And because, Donald, you brought up the women's <laughs> They start the show with Nikita and Blair brawling in the parking lot with two different outfits on, right? And yes. then they come out and Vic they Joseph. They come out in the like, ring gear. Yeah, they come out in their ring gear and Vic Joseph is like, they've been battling since the parking lot. We can't keep these women apart. I'm like, pause. No, they haven't. They had time to change. Like, <laughs> Why not just have them come from the parking lot directly through the curtain? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, don't have Nikita change up into a ring gear and everything else. I looked at that like, get this BS off my screen, man. <laughs> they said that this match was supposed to be later tonight, but. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it right now because of the, the, the brawl that they've carried over from the parking lot. Magically, they had a, they had a, 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 you know, a change in dress. <laughs> like they were at a concert where like they just got lowered underneath the, the stage <laughs> changed outfits real quick and came back up for the next song like after we introduced ourselves after we introduced the whole car what's happening tonight oh my god here they what is this yeah that was that was that was bad that was that was on my Jabari. that was AEW production there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't. I honestly don't know how you do it differently right now. Like I feel like Tatum is the story, and I felt like they were hit their beats with that. But it's like almost like they put it on pause to do this multi-person match just to have somebody else win. That Liver is going to beat because of assistance from Tatum <laughs> to carry on her and Tatum's story. Like it just doesn't make sense. It's like you have three great heels, but you're you're putting them elsewhere. You have Stratton, yeah. you got Cora, and you got uh, Washington. I, I saw her. Yeah, but I saw, I don't know if NXT was doing a house show or something during the week or whatever, but I don't, I saw something on my timeline that Cora tore ACL. Oh, and it may happen Tuesday night, but I, but that was just like one quick hit and I haven't seen anything else. Nope. So that's all I saw about it was that she got injured. I'm hoping that's not the case. Yeah. You know? Um but they might yeah. not know yet. Yeah. It's true too. So and if that happens, that's a bad luck for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been snake bitten a little bit. I know she took time off to get some uh enhancements done, but um, you know. And then allegedly her and Braun are no longer together either. So Arnold, yeah. Shoot your shot. Um <laughs> the bad girl jailhouse. <laughs> you know, she check marks all the boxes. <laughs> if you know Donald's list, you know Cora hits all the check marks. <laughs> um, so yeah, only snow you see in Florida, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless he's in Miami, but that's a different kind of snow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Mount Rushmore Jabroni this week. What do we got for a game? Want to do predictions? Or you want to go into the game? Oh shit! Oh, I for- See, I forgot about predictions. That's the bait. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, hard to kill. TNA is officially back tonight. Super. Steve, oh, next week's all TNA, and forget about TNA. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, we we've been we we're an hour plus right now, and the conversation. The conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We out here potting today. I'm loving it. We got we got discussion going, not just uh, yelling from both sides of the aisle. Is I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> but the, the the Twitterverse was this week, given everything that went down. All right, we got pretty good card here. We got three three matches on the kickoff, so we'll try to get through those pretty quick. I think. Jay, get your popcorn. <laughs> We're gonna start off with Rich Swan and Steve Macklin. Yeah, the the kickoff matches we're not going to spend a lot of time on or discuss here. We're just doing it to get people on the card, which I'm fine with. Uh, give me Macklin. Macklin, 
You got to do this to get Swan on the card? Give me Macklin. Right now, yeah. Macklin, yeah. Damn, yeah. Macklin, like, fell. I mean, not Macklin, Swan. He was, like, up here. Now, now you want to no, count Macklin, too. Jeez. Macklin. I'm going to go with Macklin, too. So. All right, tag match. Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers versus Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. Again, Edwards and Kazarian, I feel like, have been wrestling each other for a year and a half here. Um, uh, I'll go with that one end. Yeah, I'll go with Edwards and Myers. Edwards Myers. Although, Edwards. although, hold on, pause. I'm gonna redact my statement. Give me the TNA originals, Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian, to get a win on TNA's first pay per view back. That's where I was going. Edwards Myers. I'm still going Edwards Myers. Steve, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm going with the <laughs> team here. So, Young and Kazarian. And then one thing's with the title match, Digital Media Championship, Tommy Dreamer versus Crazy Steve. Hold on. We got, breaking, we got breaking news outside of the world of pro wrestling here. The Steelers' playoff game has been postponed due to dangerous weather conditions in Buffalo. So they postponed the Steelers' bills, but the Chiefs-Dolphins, but the- if 35 degrees, are still playing there. <laughs> Okay. Is that what they're gonna play Monday night then? No, I was just gonna uh, say one of they say. Uh playoff game. I'm shocked so the league made that decision. Yeah. They, yeah, that's uh, gotta be it, right? Just like with well, they, either Monday they play, or Tuesday. they're playing Monday at four thirty. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm off for the MLK holiday, so <laughs> That's probably what they were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Saw that across the timeline there. Uh, crazy Steve. They've been building up to Crazy Steve taking his belt off the dreamer. So, give me Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve coming back with the fork. Is Tommy Dreamer going to bring the fork to the ring? It's going to be a different fork. <laughs> Jason? Oh, crazy Steve. Okay. I'm going crazy Steve. I'd like to see a different digital media champion at this point. I will say I did like all the belts. I didn't like the red strap, and I didn't like the face of his digital media belt. I like the old digital media belt face. Yeah, we, we brought that up originally. Initially, yeah. when we started the pod, the, the red strap was the only thing I did not like, but everything else, kudos. Um, some of the best-looking belts in pro wrestling, honestly. Top to bottom. Glad to see like the main title going back to a gold title too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that was it for the countdown. Moving on to the main show, we'll kick things off with the knockouts ultimate X. Okay, Jason. I want the R Truth moment. Make <laughs> Oh man, you got me. Be <laughs> last time. Uh, Ultimate X match. The second one for the women. Um, Tasha Steeles won the first Ultimate X match. And a really good Ultimate X match. Um, first one initially. If you haven't seen that, go back 
watch that um, before the show tonight because it was done very well. The women handled themselves amazingly in that match. I'm hoping that they are able to do the same thing tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would like to see Tasha win it again, but I'm, I'm going to go with a little outside the box, so to speak. Um, I'm going to go with Zaya Brookside. Give me my girl, Danny Luna. I just know her from Instagram. <laughs> Only person I know off here is Tasha Steele, so Tasha Steele. I'm going with Giselle Shaw on this one. I, I was mean, waiting for somebody to, to say it. Yeah, I think I think she's getting the, the number one contender shot. All right, so we got we got four differences of opinions here. We'll see yeah. which one of us is right. I like that. Which oh, is that was this for uh, Trinity's belt? For number one contender. For yeah, one. Okay, yeah. so, so it's probably storyline wise to be Giselle, I guess. Uh, next up, Dirty Dango versus PCO. This could have been on the pre-show. I didn't need this on the main card. Uh, <laughs> this is my bathroom break match. Although I do love everything that Dirty Dango is doing in TNA. Character-wise, he's been tremendous. Um, PCO is one of those guys. He's like 57 years old and shouldn't be doing the shit he does in the ring. Like There'll be an oh shit moment, which PCO tends oh, yeah. to deliver. Um, I'll go with Dango and shenanigans to get the win over the, the undead PCO. So what kind of thing match is this? No, no, right now. No, dirty. Give me dirty Dango. PCO never dies. PCO. Don't really care, but I'm going PCO. <laughs> X Division Championship. Sabin, Vikingo, Kushida. What this. a freaking match this is! Like, if they, if this isn't a summary of the X division, what it was, and you're kicking it back off with this match for TNA. I mean, geez, oh man. If you can go, I, this is going to be like, holy shit moments galore. Mm-hmm. So um, don't expect your, your holds and transitions and everything else. This is going to be fast paced moves after moves after moves, not a whole lot of selling, um, so if that's not your cup of tea, don't watch this match. But this match is going to be amazing. Um, I got Saban retaining, although I would not be surprised if they give it to Kushida. He just signed. He just re-upped with them. Um, so wouldn't be surprised there with, with a new X Division champ. I'm going to go with Kushida. No. Kushida. I was gonna go Kushida. Hmm. Somebody new. I mean, Vikingo's on every promotion. Kushida. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going Saban. First TNA event. I think uh, TNA original. Want to want to keep the belt on him. So for that reason, I'm going Saban. How much money you think Vikingo's made himself when he actually does leave Triple A? Because my man's been Triple A champ for almost two years. And he's I mean, made, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to still make tons of money. Yeah, because he's on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure by this point, his price tag has gone up a bit. Mm-hmm. A bit. A bit. My <laughs> man surpassed inflation rates. Like he, <laughs> he, had, he had a great 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not quite. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Moving on. We're going to go to the Knockouts Championship. Trinity versus Jordan Grace. All right. So here's where we got Jordan Grace winning because Trinity's done with TNA and she'll be in the Rumble in two weeks. Um, so that's all I have to say about this match. Like, I wish Trinity was like the whole contract situation didn't get out there with her time being up and everything else because it just, I know the outcome in this match and I would be shocked. If you don't read spo- internet spoilers, who would you think was going to win this match? Would you still go Jordan, or do you think it would be Trinity? I'd win with Grace. I would go with Grace myself, just because I, you know, to me, she's everything that a woman's champ should be. Trinity's a nice story, mm-hmm. but she's not a knockout champion. If you know what I mean by that. What yeah. does she really do this year in, t- in Impact? Like, exactly, Chris. I mean, her and Mickey James had a decent match at Bound for Glory. I thought it could have been better. Okay. But, yeah, I agree. Like, <laughs> like they put it what? Like they put it. I think like last year in like for Impact One Thousand, that was like that might have been like one of the top things that they was Trinity's debut and like yeah. like this is this is the TNA I want to get away from in twenty twenty four. Where they just bring somebody in and hope just it's going to change. They throw a title yeah. on them. Yeah. yeah. Now there there is rumors that there will be you know um, surprises and debuts and some announcements of new people signing. Now whether or not they do that on screen, have talent come out, etc. Um, you know, I don't know from a women's standpoint who you could have come in besides Mercedes Monet, which we all believe that not to be true. Um, I I had that as a as a slide too. So they're touting it as worlds will collide. So yeah, Camille's allegedly already gonna, if not here in a relatively near future, inking a deal with NXT uh, and WWE. So, um, which NXT is little or, or Impact or TNA. I, I'd like either one for her. Yeah. What if you had Rousey show up? What if that's the big signing Demore was talking about a couple weeks ago on Busted Open? They could have her. If you have Grace win the belt and you have Ronda's music hit, does that do anything for you? No. I wouldn't mind it because, I mean, she still has the itch to wrestle, so yeah. as long as she put in, as long as she put in the effort. I, yeah, I don't hate Ronda, but, you know. She did nothing for me in WWE, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> What about Andrade? I know he's supposed to be headed back to WWE. Him coming into TNA, hard to kill tonight. Does that move the needle for you at all? It doesn't move the needle matches, right away, yeah. but I think it could be good. They need somebody like that in the company. Somebody that can go, has, has some power behind them, and you could actually have good matches. But who, who do you put with him? Because like he's always had somebody with him as a manager. Mm-hmm. You just bring him in by himself or you bring him in with somebody? Homicide. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Andrade is leaving TNA to go back or leaving AEW to go to TNA. 
Unless the money's right. <laughs> you never know. Shark boy showing up. <laughs> Maybe even Curry Man. I wouldn't mind seeing Curry Man come out there. Yeah, Curry Man's still in AEW, though. <laughs> he's right, a we'll move. WWE. He's in WWE? Okay. Yeah. I've seen him on screen. Yeah, he just uh, I, I, do think, I do think you'll get James Storm there tonight. I can see him being there. Hmm. I thought he was going to stick around after Impact 1000, so I was surprised when, whenever that was just like a one-time thing. I know Bobby Roode is still under contract with WWE, but can he make an exception? Now, if I have Roode showing up in TNA, I want Roode to do something in TNA. Mm-hmm. Celebratory thing, just like TNA's back, you know, have one of your no. biggest champs. This rumor they were working together. How far is that going? I haven't, I, I haven't seen mind. anything else or anything that like legitimately makes me feel like they are working together. Other than them using Endeavor streaming service, I don't think there's anything that's going to happen. Okay. All right, we'll move on. Got the TNA World Tag Team Championship. Got ABC, Rascals, Speedball Mountain, and Grizzled Young Vets. I'm, this match... Is this a tornado tag match? Because if not, it it's not going to work. And I only say that because if you just do it as a standard tag match, like too many people in and out and everything else, it'll just lose all credibility from being a regular tag match. Yeah. I, I love all four teams. I'm very curious to see Grizzle Young Vets in TNA. I love the promos that they've been cutting prior to showing up. Um, I feel like they have a lot to prove. You may or may not like them as a team. Then not everybody's cup of tea. I enjoy their work. Um, Chris Bay and Ace Austin, to me, are great. Wentz and Miguel are fantastic. Don't really like the speedball and Trent Seven pairing, but kind of is what it is. Um, this one's this one's a, a coin flip for me, honestly, because I can see it going between ABC, the Rascals, or Grizzle Young Vets. I don't want to see Grizzle Young Vets come in and just get the belts. You know, so. All right, well, give me the give me the Rascals then. I'll go with Trey and Zach. I hate when they bring people in, give them the belt, but I'm going to go Grizzly Young Vets. Been championing these guys for a while. They need some They need some titles, some hardware. I'm with you, Jason. Grizzly Young Vets. Hmm. Even though they it's really, a new TNA. I mean, even though it's a new TNA, I think they're going to falter back to their old style with this. <laughs> old TNA. Yeah. <laughs> They've been pushing the rascals. I, I could see that, but. I, I still like ABC as a chance. I'm, I'm just going with them to retain. We'll see. I do like ABC. I really do. All right, Steve, this is going to be your match of the night, Alexander versus Hammerstone. <laughs> I mean, probably. It's kind of hard to pick against that X Division match. Um, you know, saving Vikingo and Kushida, or hell, even that tag match. Um, but this is this is everything that I that I want in the match. Like this, 
if I wasn't sold on the card before this match was announced, when this match was announced, I know we talked about doing like Alexander and Osprey on the card or this and that, right? No, these two Hammerstone got something to prove. Um, I feel like he, you know, was in MLW so long he got kind of taken for granted. Um, and besides Fatu, wasn't really a lot of people there on his level to where he could showcase and shine. And I feel him stepping in the ring with Alexander just immediately give him legitimacy. And those two will be talked about as the night progresses and into tomorrow based on what they do in this match. Um, give me Alexander for the win, but Hammerstone is definitely a solid get for TNA. You know, even come out and have him sign a contract after the match, do that type of deal um, to get him on the roster because he he's a he's a really good fit there. And can can do a lot in that division. Uh, I'm gonna go Alexander Hammerstone. <laughs> Have you ever even seen Hammerstone? <laughs> huh? Have you seen either one of these two wrestle? Yes. All right. Hammerstone still here, didn't he? Huh? He's still here, didn't he? Hammerstone was what? I said he just cut the, he just cut his hair, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like two weeks ago he just cut his hair. It's been a while. But yeah. <laughs> he got a haircut. <laughs> I said Alexander uh, didn't know where I was going. <laughs> Not because I didn't know it. Yeah. I cooled off on Hammerstone and MLW, so I'm looking forward to seeing if working with Alexander, if there's a level that he can improve on. So, But I'm still going with Alexander. I am going with, uh, shockingly, a double countout. I'm going double countout because I think Hammerstone should be in TNA and have the build on the story here. It was like, Alexander, hey, this is my promotion. You're trying to come in and take it. And they're just going to lose it and be a double countout to progress story. I would hate that, but... (laughs) I'm looking into the future. I could understand understand them doing something. Now, if you have a certain somebody show up that may be not on the card that nobody knows about and causes a double count out to get more buzz, I'm okay with that as well. And Andrade. Maybe an old guy. You know, I know a certain somebody showed back up in MLW. Um, that was, you know, partners and, and friends with Hammerstone for a little bit in a group called Dynasty. Maybe you have uh, some rarefied air grace the presence of the TNA hard to kill. I wouldn't be upset with that either. Le Parker in his chair. But he, yeah, I'd be surprised, though. <laughs> no, I'm just fantasy booking that with Richard mm-hmm. Holiday. Um, <coughs> resigning back with MLW, I'd be surprised. Uh, real quick, pin on pin on this real quick. Um, what if you have Hammerstone and Holiday show up in AEW to help MJF out? And you got the Undisputed Kingdom with against Dynasty. I'd like that. Give me like Hammerstone. Holiday on a bigger stage. Give me Hammerstone and Wardlow right now. <laughs> I got MJF showing up in two weeks at the Rumble. 
got MJF coming out on the Rumble. I got everybody showed up to the Rumble or WrestleMania. You know, that's what it's all leading to. <laughs> if you haven't been seen in a while or the contract is in negotiation, yeah, you're going to WrestleMania. You're going to be the first one to say I called it. I was not going to have a gimmick after WrestleMania night two for the rest of the show. For the year. <laughs> just sit there in silence. Then it just search for WrestleMania 41. <laughs> all right, what's next? All right, all right final match. TNA World Championship, Shelly versus Moose. I, look, was I thrilled when Shelly won the belt? No. Did I think Shelly would be a good champ and have a run? Eh. He's completely proved me wrong. I thought yeah. he was going to drop the belt to Alexander, but, I mean, they had a tremendous match at Bound for Glory. I know people here aren't high on Moose and don't like Moose. Um kind of like John Moxley territory with this show with other people besides me. Would I necessarily put the belt on Moose given where he's at right now to start off the, the rebrand of TNA? No. I feel like you get more mileage with a babyface champ and Hill's chasing. Shelly's a TNA original. So I got Shelly retaining. Yeah. Shelly retaining. Much like Trinity, it's time. Uh, moose shock for me. Yeah, uh, I've actually I'm not a big moose fan, but I enjoyed like the, the stuff that he was doing with uh, Myers there for a bit. You know, so I was kind of surprised that they moved right into this. Um, well, this is because of the call your shot. Yeah. So, you know, it, it wasn't have- really a call your shot as much this time. Whenever both of them did this pay per view, but. Um. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna go with Shelly for the win. I think what, kind of what you were saying, Steve. TNA TNA original just makes more sense, and then we'll see who they're bringing in. Yeah. Um. Match of the night. I think I gotta go X Division. I'm kind of hard not to, right? Yeah. Like, you see that lineup. Yeah. Like, that's the one that stuck out immediately whenever I just saw the graphics for the card. Not even like. Breaking it down, so was about it. Like the King of I'm Kishida. expecting something out of the tag team and Ultimate X too. Hopefully, they all live up. I'll stay. I'll stay. Stay the course. I'm going Josh Alexander and Hammerstone. All right, go Dex Division. Hammerstone and Alexander. Um, there's TNA. They got a really good show tomorrow as well. Um, so. That'll be the upcoming episodes of Impact. I'm excited to see the presentation tonight. I'm excited to see the setup, stage, you know, the music, commentary. I want bells and whistles. Give me, give it to me all. Like, show me what you got. If you're, you're getting, you've been setting yourself up to get off on the right foot since you announced that TNA was effing back. You had a great week of promos. You had a great week of displaying the new belts. There's a lot of solid matches on this card. You know, TNA pay-per-views always in recent memory tend to deliver as far as being really good shows top to bottom. So make yourself re-debut to the rest <laughs> of the right light and give me everything you got. There's some shit at the wall and see what sticks. 
you got the you know first time to make a, a a lasting impression if you're coming back don't do something that's gonna make immediately go lol tna and this is your first time using your new streaming platform i hope you got your glitches fixed make sure it works because <laughs> if it doesn't that's going to be a, an lol tna moment yeah because yeah. <laughs> how many times Christmas. has that happened in wrestling well it can't be worse than bleacher report so we'll see but it, look bad weather you're sitting around nothing to do tonight turn on this card get the pay-per-view i got a feeling you're not going to be disappointed Real quick, you want to run for the game real quick? Debate this. We don't got to spend a lot of time on this, but I this came about based on Edge's comments on Busted Open this week. And um, do five-star matches matter? Because Edge was like, I don't even know what a five-star match is. It's subjective, star. isn't it? No, it all depends on which you like. Yeah. As the fan, what do you like? Meltzer's ratings are Meltzer's ratings. It's, yeah, that, that's his writings. Yeah, it's not it's not the standard in wrestling. I seen somebody had like a graphic of the five star ratings between the shield members and seven point or seven seven or four and a quarter matches, four and three quarter matches. And Moxley had like 18, four and three quarter matches and five five star matches. Seth had maybe one five star match, Roman had none. So it's subjective if Seth doesn't have a five star match. Of course. How many five star matches has have I given Moxley? But I feel like the five star matches thing like didn't become the, the focal point or the talking point until you had Omega and Okada in a Tokyo Dome. Like Meltzer's been given ratings for years. Yeah. Like but it was never a big focus. It was just him doing his own shtick, yeah. whatever the case may be. But then I feel like the the first Omega Okada, which got like whatever it was, six stars. Then the the follow up got eight stars. Like yeah, I feel like that's whenever it came into existence as being like, oh my god, five star, five star, five star, five star. You had a five star. You had a five star. They didn't have a five star. Why didn't they have a five star? Five star, five star, five star. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't think he has a real criteria at all. No. Because no, if he did, you wouldn't get a seven-star match. Yeah. You know we're big on criteria on this show. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we've yeah, because what, year, okay. you know, we just had that, and we, we do that every year. It's like, to me, that's kind of like, in a way, like, our, what's, what are your favorite matches? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to rank it as a five-star match. It's yeah. Just whatever you enjoy. You yeah, have a five match that makes you feel one way. The spot fest that makes you feel one way and have the same match with like very few moves, but you have all the emotion in the world in it, make you feel the same way. Like, yeah, yeah, because what did that seven year old think of uh Omega and uh Okada? Do you think that's a five star match? <laughs> no, then what the fuck are they talking about then? No, it's all your opinion. Hey, if I was a kid, Hogan had uh, all five star matches to me. Of course. Brother, yeah. brother. So what is he talking about? All you about? have to do is this and five stars. <laughs> he said disco inferno was right. Everybody just do everything just the please Uncle Dave and get that five star match. And it's like why is there so much weight in that though? It shouldn't be. Like it, like it came it came on a precipice of the Edge Griff Garrison match, and it's like, you know, 
why is Edge or why is Adam Copeland in there with Griff Garrison for longer than five minutes? This is ridiculous. Garrison hasn't been on TV, blah blah blah. blah. And Adam on Busted Open was like, "Look, he's going to be around way after I'm gone. So if five minutes or six minutes yeah. or seven minutes in the ring with me can teach him put something. his name on people's mouths and get people thinking about him, and he actually shows up and does something in those six seven minutes." Then yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna put him in there for six, seven minutes with me. Why wouldn't I be? And, and what would you hear? That, on top of that, Adam wanted to work with him. He sees something in him, and as needs to work, the repetition. Garrison's and gonna the, learn more in that seven minutes than what he has in the three years he's been sitting in catering in AEW. And if Edge would have won that match, I'd have been like, why? Why Adam have? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Somebody cut curse all off. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? What'd you say? Uh, you messing up too. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, I said like if he wouldn't if he would have won that match in a minute, everybody would have been pissed off that he did a squash match. Yeah. It's a lose lose situation. <laughs> I don't think five stars matter. No, don't. Are they are they great to talk about? Yeah. Match of the year candidates, yeah, it's good fodder. But at the end of the day, like Jason normally says on this show, what do you remember more, the moments or the matches? People remember the moments more than the matches. So if that's the case, then five stars definitely don't matter. Exactly. Mm. All right. Anybody got anything else? We're an hour and forty <coughs> minutes, an hour and forty-three minutes into the show. Um, Feels like old times. <laughs> Brokey. Brokey. Oh, that's tremendous. Um, all right, that's the pod for this week. Thanks for tuning in, rocking with us uh, again. Watch TNA tonight. Don't miss out. It'll be a really good show, top to bottom. Okay. Um, as always, hit us up on social media at Dumbmark's Pod. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Dumbmark's Pod. Pick up some merch. Give you a live shout out on air. Head on over to or email the show at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. Anything that I missed? Spotify. Spotify. YouTube, check the bell, subscribe, Spotify, subscribe, drive the numbers up, let the naysayers know 2024 is the year. That's <laughs> <laughs> in Pacific Ocean, my man. <laughs> it's coming. We had to order it through T-Move, so it's mm-hmm. going to take about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, and some tanker on the sea. <laughs> We gave some third world country. Don't worry, we will get it out to you. Not gonna, not gonna pull back on our end of the bargain. Okay, I had some stuff coming on the last couple of weeks, um, and it's prevented me from ordering it sooner than later. But I'm, you will get it out. Don't worry. He's um, old now, Ty. He forgets. I sponsored the King of Africa for you. He has it. <laughs> Early the King Day. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we're, we're on ProWrestlingTees.com. What are you talking about, Taekwon? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Jason, Jason's going to get you to donate sixty-five cents a day or nineteen dollars a month. <laughs> we'll send you a Dumbarts podcast blanket for uh, <laughs> sponsoring your favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that's the show. We'll get your merch out. Tack one, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, we got positivity for the week. Yeah, we do got some positivity a week. Um, let me get it pulled up here once. We staying positively positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this train rolling. Um, I had a dream today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is short, sweet, simple. Right. Everyone is gifted, but not everyone opens their present. Everyone is gifted, but not everyone opens up their present. Pay attention to your gifts. Open them up. Share them with the world. Make it a better place. Until next time, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell them, Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way. That's a, that's a pause. Bye-bye. <laughs>